And welcome to the 51st episode of Avocado and Honey. If you haven't already, go ahead and subscribe to Avocado and Honey on YouTube. I just put out the first episode of Measured by Our Ancestors. Measured by Our Ancestors. It's a vegan cooking show, and I gave you the infamous fried cauliflower recipe. So go ahead and check it out. Like, subscribe, share, tell a friend. Um, today we're going to be talking about crystals. I have my girl Mariah Kelly on the line. Um, how are you, Mariah? I'm wonderful. Peace. Happy full moon. Yes. Happy full moon. And um, I'm really excited to talk to you about crystals. Well, I want to tell you how we met, too, because she's just like a ball, a ball of light, y'all. Who's <laughs> 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 at um, the tribe? Of, it was a the tribe event. They have it every third Friday up in the Bronx. And she um, vendors there. And um, she had she sells like this amazing jewelry with crystals and things like that. And she gave me like a ring. And I was just so appreciative. I was just like, wow, she gave me this whole ring for free. And I was just like, I took it as a sign that I need to learn more about crystals as well. So um, thank you again for chatting with me. Of course, of course. All right. So um, let's start like in the beginning. So like when did you feel like it was time for you to learn more about crystals? So when I, I've always been very attracted to crystals. I always thought they were very beautiful and I've heard of people that would um, use them for meditation, um, but I didn't really get into it as in depth as I am now until I started to study um, my ancestry and how they used to utilize crystals for different things from um, protection to healing to different divination techniques. And so when I learned that there was just so much more to it than just, you know, the uh, outside, you know, initial beauty of it, um, that's when I started to get way more into crystals and crystal healing. Oh, okay. So what are crystals? So basically crystals, crystals are very, very special. They're actually, they're considered to be concentrated electromagnetic energy fields. Okay. And, um... And the ancients, you know, they believe that crystals are linked to the planets and the cosmos. So that was something that I was very intrigued by when I uh, first got into it, because um, I had actually uh, received this opal, and I always said, it looks like there's a galaxy inside of it, mm -hmm. you know? And um, and then when I read that, I was just like, wow, you know, it kind of like puts the dots together, you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. And like, so, so how do they work? <laughs> So, yeah, so basically uh, crystals work with um, the energy body, our, uh, our energy fields, um, to promote, you know, healing and to help, uh, like, dissolve blockages we might have throughout the chakra system. Okay, and can you go through and explain, like, each chakra for me? Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, so the root chakra... Um, this is located at the base of the at the base of the spine, right? Mm -hmm. And um, you know, this has to do with like survival, um, sustenance, you know, such as like money, shelter, just basic material needs, right? And the color is associated with that is red. 
Um, the sacral chakra, which is about, you know, three to four inches below the, the belly button, um, has to do with physical desires and appetites and mm-hmm. as well as addiction. Okay. And that's associated with the color orange. Um, the solar plexus is located just behind the navel, and it has to do with power and control. And it's associated with the color yellow. Um, the heart chakra, which is in the center of the chest, uh, corresponds to love and, you know, realization of, you know, the oneness of the universe, and that's uh, corresponding to the color green, my favorite color, color mm-hmm. of money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, the throat chakra. Um, this is about, you know, communication, being able to speak your truth, and that's associated with the color blue. Mm-hmm. Um, then we have the third eye chakra, you know, between the eyes, and that has to do with clairvoyance. And it's associated with, um, like, a dark blue color. And then, of course, the crown chakra, um, which has to do with divine guidance. And the color for the crown chakra is royal purple. Oh, nice. So how do you um, balance your chakras? Uh, Personally, I, you know, I I wear my clear quartz crystal every single day because that helps to, you know, keep any accumulation from all of the chakras Mm -hmm. because some stones are you know more specific for certain energy centers but the clear quartz helps with all of them so i try to wear that every day um however i try to i do reiki on myself um to help kind of like keep everything balanced because of the work that i do i have to be very you know conscious about you know my energy levels i always compare it to like a makeup artist like you know you have to like wash your hands before you touch in somebody's face right. and you know <laughs> so that's how, that's how i kind of relate my energy to the crystals and like my crystal work so i try to keep everything very aligned <laughs> <laughs> okay okay so clear quartz note it mm-hmm. uh, so how can you tell like when you're um like when you're unbalanced i notice the different like behavioral patterns for instance I, um, I've been working on my solar plexus and that has to do with, you know, power, feeling in control and, you know, my business has been, you know, growing a lot this year and I've had to, you know, do a lot of new things that I haven't done previously. So, you know, that feeling of control, I feel like maybe it has led to a little bit of an imbalance. And so I've actually been wearing a, a citrine to kind of help me with that. Okay. So you, you named a couple of crystals already. So like for me, um, I don't know kind of where to start. So like when I go to the stores, I usually get overwhelmed because there's so many crystals. So how would right. you suggest like to choose your first crystal? I would definitely suggest, you know, going with your intuition. Like the, usually the first one, first one or two that you're drawn to are, you know, what you kind of where you're needing energetic support. So I always tell people, you know, like, trust yourself. Like, be mindful of where you're kind of drawn to initially. Um, Because usually, you know, the crystals choose us. Okay. (laughs) All right. I can't wait to go crystal shopping now after this conversation. (laughs) (laughs) I've been waiting. (laughs) Okay, Uh so (laughs) once the the crystal or crystal crystals, I don't know, maybe plural, choose me, um, (laughs) what do I do next? So after after you find the perfect crystal, I always advise people to cleanse their crystal really good. I know that this, I guess this is going to air tomorrow. Tonight is actually the full moon. So tonight is a good night to charge your crystals. But you can also charge them tomorrow night, which will actually be tonight when they hear this. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> um, 
But the full moon is a good time to, you know, leave it on the windowsill uh, in a bowl of salt. You can also uh, cleanse your crystals with sage or palo santo or even incense. Mm-hmm. And there's even some crystals, like the more grounding ones, like different types of agate. You know, those are actually charged by burying them um, in the ground. Oh, okay. <laughs> and with the salt, yeah. though, is there like a specific salt or does it matter? Um, not really. You know, any salt. I mean, I use like Himalaya salt. I had this black salt for a while that I was using that I liked a lot. But like pink salt's good or just normal sea salt is fine. But like not in like Morton's. <laughs> What'd you say? Like the Morton salt. <laughs> Yeah, hey, you know. <laughs> I mean, I don't have more. Whatever you have on I hand. I don't have more. Is that? <laughs> I was just wondering. The lorries. Put the seasoning salt. <laughs> maybe not lorries. I don't know. Maybe not lorries. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, so um, wh- what are a few ways you could um, use crystals? So a few ways you can use crystals. You can use them for uh, meditation. For example, like, let's say I wanted to work on my throat chakra, being able to communicate more articulately or clearly, you know, I might use a light blue, like, blue lace agate stone and just, you know, really keep that near to me while I'm meditating and, you know, visualizing the things that I want to manifest. You can also use them for Reiki, you know, helping to balance the chakras. What is Reiki? So Reiki is basically um, kind of like an energy healing technique in which it helps to balance the energy centers, the different chakra systems in the body. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you can use crystals for that. Uh, you can use them as jewelry. Mm-hmm. I, I, I wrap them into um, ne- necklaces like amulets, different pendants, rings. Um, and you can always just, you know, keep them on you or around your home, workplace, car for decoration or anywhere you want to, you know, keep the vibes good. Okay. Okay. So let's talk about crystals now. Okay. Last time we kind of like spoke earlier and I said five, but I, I kind of want to do like more crystals now. So mm-hmm. like, can you tell me like your, your favorite crystals and like, um, and their like uses? So let's, yeah, let's say like, no um, like, like about 10, if that's not too many. I know yeah, so no. Many. I so I can definitely go into my favorite crystals. Okay. <laughs> um, I would have to say <laughs> I love talking about crystals. So the first one I would have to say would be um, clear quartz, mm-hmm. um, just because again, you know, it's compatible for every astrology sign and helps to balance all of the chakras. But it's also really special because it helps to cleanse other crystals and heighten their properties so it's always good to have it in the group especially a cluster that that really charges the crystals Mm -hmm. i would also say i really love magenta agate this one is associated with opening the heart chakra and i think that that's really important especially you know for as creatives as entrepreneurs as artists to you know be able be able to be open-hearted to you know collaborate and receive wisdom and inspiration so i I really love, you know, my ag, my magenta agates. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. I really like also um, Herkimer diamonds. And these actually look very similar to a clear quartz, um, but they're a little bit different. And they happen to be, you know, one of my astrology crystals for Capricorn. Um, and they also happen to be native to New York. So I always think that that's, like, interesting, you know, figuring, finding out which crystals, you know, grow where you live. Right. It's always very interesting to me. 
I really love uh, uh, Red Jasper. I used it a lot during meditation, like um, when I was first starting my energy practice, like just to really be super grounded. And I think that that's really important for artists and creatives as well to like stay grounded and get grounded. And, you know, that's a very important thing also. Um, I'm trying to think, which is my other favorite one? Uh, I love Rose Chorus, of course, because it's so beautiful looking. Yeah, that's like you one, know, of, one I'm familiar with. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> pink one. Um, I love Tiger's Eye, too. Tiger's Eye is a great prosperity stone, especially, you know, if you're starting new projects or new business. It's a great support stone for that. And it's also very grounding. I love citrine. I keep a piece in my wallet all the time to promote the flow of money. I was about to say, okay, noted. You know, <laughs> love my citrine. Uh, let me see. What else? What else? What else? Black tourmaline. Black tourmaline's great. At uh, If you're a very energetically sensitive person and you pick up energies from other people, black tourmaline's really great in kind of um, creating that barrier so that, you know, energy vampires can't come in and steal your energy, you know? Got you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> I'm trying to see, really. So you just, just stop me when you're, when we get to the, when we get to the number. Okay. Um, Let's, we can do that I would you say want. also malachite is very interesting. It's the most beautiful shade of green. Oh, also happens to be a Capricorn stone. What's an aqua? Um, um, can we name some Aquarius stones? What'd you say? Can you name like some Aquarius stones? <laughs> Aquarius stones, yeah. So Aquarius, actually, the stone for Aquarius is amber. And it has to do with, like, rationalizing, realization of a situation or someone else. And it helps to work with, like, vision, like, clarity of vision. Okay. Uh, it's like a visionary stone. And amber is really beautiful, too. It kind of reminds me of citrine a little bit, of, like, color-wise. Mm-hmm. But uh, this is a really good stone for Aquarius. Okay. Thank you. Noted. Mm-hmm. Got it right here. <laughs> so what are like some stones? Because you, you said, um, was it citrine that you have in your wallet? Uh-huh. Yeah. To attract money. Are, is there like other stones that you would use? Like maybe some that you can leave in the house or in other places as well? Yeah, absolutely. Um, pyrite is also good for attracting abundance. Um, sometimes people use, they put like pyrite in money oils and different things like that. There's money um, oils? Yeah, <laughs> and they, you know, I guess you're like, I don't really use it that much, but, you know, when I do, I always have a little piece of pyrite in it. <laughs> um, selenite is really good to keep in the house. I use selenite to, you know, cleanse my aura when I get home from vending or, you know, if I'm if I'm in any public place, basically, where there's a lot of people around, a lot of different energies around, mm-hmm. I always, you know, make it a point to cleanse myself upon arriving home just for my own comfort. Mm-hmm. And um, and sel- selenite is really good for that. So that's definitely good to have around the house. Oh, okay. And what about like, um, I remember I was going through some things. I think I, I talked about it on my podcast, so I guess I could talk about it. I think it was when I was robbed. My friend gave me like, a, it was a black stone and I think it was for protection. Mm-hmm. And I think I ended up giving it that to someone, something else happened to someone else and I gave it to them for protection. I was like, I think you need this more than me. But it was just like, yeah. um, I don't remember the name of the stone, but what are some good stones for like protection? For protection. So black tourmaline is great for that. I think that's um, what it was. Obsidian is great for that. Lapis. Uh, amethyst is a great protection stone as well. I would say those are the top my top four. And then um, 
because you were saying a lot about like healing and all that stuff. So like with like anxiety and things like that, what are some um, stones that would um, help with that? Yeah, for anxiety, I would recommend uh, fire agate. And this is uh, associated with the sacral chakra and helping to get grounded. It also deals with like the womb center and creativity. So if you're having any, you know, creative blockages, experience, experiencing burnout or anxiety, you know, fire agates are really good go-to stone for that. Okay. And then I know you said um, rose quartz was really good for love. Are there any mm-hmm. other um, good stones just for, for love? Um, magenta agate is really good for that, too. It's like a dark a dark pink color. Mm-hmm. Um, and also clear quartz. So I, I do see like a lot of yoni eggs and things like that are crystals as well. So how does that work? <laughs> Yeah, so, um, so yeah, yoni eggs, they come in all different types of crystals. Um, I guess one of, some of the more popular ones are uh, rose quartz mm-hmm. and jade. Um, those are, like, more popular yoni eggs. But, I mean, you can get them in basically any crystal, tiger dye, clear quartz, lapis, turquoise, I've even seen. And, um, you know, this helps to, helps to release, relieve traumas through the womb center. Okay. Um, and it also helps to, you know, strengthen the pelvic floor, just all around womb wellness, uh, the yoni egg helps with. Oh, okay. I've been mm-hmm. a little bit afraid to try the, the yoni egg. Yeah, I was really scared the first time, too. I'm not going to lie. It was a very <laughs> uh, kind of scary experience. But the only thing I would say is um, get a yoni egg that has a string attached to it. Uh, oh, oh. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> it just makes everything a lot easier. Just oh, put the okay. one with the string, and I but, was just like, "Oh, how do you clean it?" There's ways to clean it. Just yeah, get the one with the string. <laughs> okay, but like if you the ones without a string, they can't get lost in you, right? <laughs> well, um, I mean, no, but I mean, it, it can feel like that, okay. and you know, it can be <laughs> kind of a, a, a little bit alarming. Okay. <laughs> But speaking of cleaning, how do you like clean crystals? Um, so cleaning the crystals. And when you know, should you I clean would, them? Sorry, what? I said, how and do you clean them, clean and them? when should you clean them? So you should. You can cleanse them with sage, palo santo, uh, incense, in the moonlight, full moons are the best. Um, or even in, like taking them to the beach. You know, the salt water and the sun helps to cleanse them. Mm-hmm. But you can tell when a crystal needs to be cleaned because. Um, it'll start to get kind of cloudy, like the color will change, basically. Okay. Um, so, like, clear quartz is, like, the easiest one to recognize when it needs to be cleaned because it just starts to get kind of cloudy and, like, milky. Mm-hmm. Um, but you'll notice, like, even, like, color stones, you know, the stone color kind of changes after a while, and that's when, you know, because it's like a sponge, and, you know, it, it absorbs energy, so you need to, like, clean them out periodically whenever you see that, that happening or... Or you feel, you know, intuitively that, you know, you need to cleanse it. You know, you haven't cleansed it for a while. It's always good to just do a little cleanse. Okay. Do you, um, you base it off feel or how often do you clean your crystals? I clean my crystals really often just because, you know, I usually have, you know, people around them looking right. at them and, you know, just, just for safekeeping, you know, I smudge them a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, do you sell crystals? Personal, I do sell crystals, yeah. Oh, okay. I'll mm-hmm. buy some from you. <laughs> <laughs> I um I also my my personal crystals though you know I, I cleanse them every full moon 
you know, I might just do like a smudge here and there, depending on um, how they're looking or how they're feeling. But it, it really is just kind of like intuition. Okay. All right. <laughs> so you do have a jewelry line, and it's Mariah Kelly. Mm-hmm. So what made you want to incorporate um, crystals in your jewelry? Yeah, I, I, I really have always been inspired to create fashion that is holistic and healing on some level. And um, when I started to get more into crystals and how they can help, you know, um, problems in the energy body before it manifests as a physical illness, mm-hmm. you know, I, I saw that as kind of like an opportunity to really, to really, you know, empower people to heal themselves through, you know, natural alternative methods while still being fashionable. <laughs> right, because your jewelry is very fashionable. It's really cute. I just Thank bought those, um, <laughs> earrings, and they remind me like I don't, I don't know how to describe like the shape of it, but they're really beautiful. I, I feel like it's like a like sun rays type from yeah. the other side of it. Yeah, I mean, I'm posting photo on Instagram so y'all can see if y'all follow me. <laughs> but <laughs> and you make everything by hand, right? Yeah, that's correct. <laughs> Perfect. So, like, when we were talking about, like, chakras and stuff earlier, I was wondering, like, do you put particular crystals in, like, say, earrings or necklace for those chakras type thing? Like, is Yeah, I, well, I have a certain um, product line I call my pineal jewels. And what they are is, like, a feather kind of, uh, like, pin you can put onto, like, head wraps and turbans and things like that. Oh, yes. And um, because they are close to the crown chakra, I really like to use, like, amethyst, you know, the purples and blues, different, co- like, purples and blue crystals, mm-hmm. uh, because those colors are associated with uh, those particular chakras. So I do try to match those up. And I try to pay attention to, as far as, like, you know, if I'm if I'm wrapping a green crystal, you know, I might put it on a string that hangs to where the heart chakra is just to, you know, make that correlation. So I'm definitely mindful about that in the design process. Cool. And then also, so I, I only have one last question about uh, Mariah Kelly. And it's just like, yeah. like, what do you hope to accomplish? And actually, actually, I remember you did say something about cosmology in your um, line as well, if you want to talk about that a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. I... So I hope to accomplish, you know, creating a niche where knowledge of self is really what creates our personal style, you know, drawing from, I call it style cosmology, really kind of drawing your style inspiration from your astrology and really making it, you know, your personal style um, that helps to heal you and empower and elevate you personally. That's something that really, really inspires me to continue to grow and build and you know, learn more about how I can, you know, assist my brothers and sisters to, you know, elevating to the next level. Right. That's dope. And I appreciate that. Yeah. So my new project that I'm working on is um, helping people to develop their soul style through cosmology. So it would be an experience of uh, receiving an energy reading in addition to, you know, analyzing the natal chart or or the birth chart Mm -hmm. to decipher which, uh, which colors, which stones, which patterns would be perfect for, you know, wardrobing this individual for the season. Okay. And when are you going to, when would that be like? This actually starts in springtime uh, with the apparel. However, I am currently, uh, taking custom orders for jewelry based upon gotcha. astrology. Okay. Um, but the the apparel part, uh, the apparel arm of it starts in the spring. 
Okay, got you. Well, I follow you on Instagram, so I will be up to date with everything um, that you're going to be doing. Mm-hmm. Is, is there anything else you want to um, add before we go into the Lemonade Pick of the Week? Um, No, I think that's it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, it's time for the Lemonade Pick of the Week. And um, this week, I want to give it to my friend Barbara, or Mars Mercury, over at Raw Art TV, for um, just holding it down with me um, over the past, um, I think it was like a week, whenever it was the African-American Day Parade um, out here in Harlem. Well, basically, let me tell you about what happened. So basically, I went to the Brooklyn Museum, and I had seen, um, went to the Soul of a Nation exhibit, and I seen something by Lorraine O'Grady, where she went out to the African-American Parade in like the 80s, and she had like these frames, and she was like putting up to all like, like the kids and just all the black people and it was um, titled Art Is. So I was just mm-hmm. like seeing all those pictures and seeing all those faces and all those teeth and just everyone cheesing and smiling. I just felt the love and I was just like, I should do it again. Cause it was like the next day was the African-American day parade. So I was just like, I should do it. So um, I was asking around and Barbara was just like, I'm with it. So we went and we got like these big old whiteboards and we cut it out and instead of doing frames, we did a Polaroid and we went mm-hmm. out and we did like Beauty Is we did raw art is, and we did love is, and we basically kind of did the same thing, went up to people, took pictures, and it was the same love. So it was just like, shout out to Barbara for just double team and tagging, or and holding that down with me, and just just being a team player, yo. And um, Andrea, shout out to her as well. She came through and was holding it down when I was having going through some things. <laughs> shout out to both of y'all. Um, so Barbara, you're this week's Lemonade Pick of the Week. Woo! <laughs> So for the last segment is to love a black woman. So that's where you, Mariah, you get to say something that you love about yourself or you can say something that you love about a, um, a particular black woman. So mother, sister, cousin, auntie, friend, or you can say something that you love about black women in general. You're on. I mean, I would have to say something that I love about black women in general. And it, it would have to be, you know, our resilience and our ability to remain graceful and poised in you know, situations that, you know, somebody may not be able to maintain grace and poison. And, you know, I think that that's something really beautiful. And I think that that's something that should be celebrated. And yeah, I would have to say that. <laughs> How can the people find you online if they want um, to purchase um, any jewelry, have any questions or anything? Yeah, so I can, so my website is uh, MariahKelly.com, and Mariah is spelled M-A-R-I-Y-A, Kelly, K-E-L-L-Y, dot com. Um, My Instagram is shop, S-H-O-P, Mariah Kelly. Um, And, yeah, I can be contacted through my website with any, you know, questions about, um, consultations for energy readings or crystals or smudgings, any of that, I can be contacted through social media or my website. Perfect. And um, y'all can follow Avocado and Honey on Instagram at Avocado and Honey. You can also follow me on all social media platforms at underscore Samanji. Um, please like, subscribe, share. If you enjoyed this episode or any other episode of Avocado and Honey, leave a review, spread the word on Avocado and Honey. As always, I appreciate y'all.